on, y'all? Welcome to the Bless You Podcast. We're switching it up a little bit today with Connor doing the introduction. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, today we got a really, really special episode. I foresee this being one of my ultimate favorite episodes that are out there that we've done. Uh, But before we get started and dive into that, We just want to make a special announcement for those of you that have been avid followers of the bless you podcast you know that our first guest on the just friends segment was our beloved executive pastor here at sage hills church jeff smith honored jeff smith we're gonna have him rotate in as one of the hosts of bless you podcast moving forward so jeff how you doing today i'm doing fantastic honored that i was the first guest honored that i'm back Missed you guys. You were that good. (laughs) But most of all, I feel blessed. Oh, come on. Plug it a little harder next time. Well, a lot of you are probably thinking, you know what? Where's the stew crew at? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you right now. That's the special part of this episode. We wanted to do a Just Friends segment, giving a quick interview with our friend, beloved, co-host, magician of the Bless You podcast, Stuart, how are you today? Stu Man, Crew. He called I'll, me Stu Crew. I'll take it. <laughs> Magician of the Bless You podcast. Goodness gracious. Yeah. To what do I owe this pleasure? Hello, boys. How are we doing today? Dude. Super great. Does it feel weird being on this side of it? Because let me tell you, it was weird doing the introduction. <laughs> it, was, it was weird being quiet, but I kind of liked it. And you guys feel like are both like like your chairs are angled at me right now. Oh, we are talking at you today. Grill session coming. <laughs> we actually make coming a in really hot. good triangle though. Yeah, yeah. You're in the hot seat today. Hot seat. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited to hear a little bit about your life and um, just as I've gotten to know you over this time at the Bless You podcast. Like, I'm excited to see what makes Stuart Stuart. Oh. Why, thank you. It's what, what God makes, Stuart. Mm. Amen. All right, Stuart. we'll cut yeah. it there. Let's oh, yeah. <laughs> cut wrap. it there. We've got it solidified right now. Uh, okay, well, here's the deal. We got an icebreaker, and since roles are reversed, see Medi. we got the icebreaker for you today. <laughs> Danger. You Danger. ready for this? Let's this, go. Is, this is a really, really weird off-the-wall one, okay? It's kind of a two-fold question. If you and, – and don't think of it from where we are right now mm. in civilization – but if you could go to any planet, what planet would it be? Ooh, and whoa. and if you had to bring one cereal with you for the rest of your life there, yeah. what assuming would a few it be? things that I can live on this planet or at least spend Jeff, some time there. You are an executive pastor thinking literally <laughs> of it. My visionary brain's like Saturn, it's got rings. <laughs> like your brain's like, Oh, how are we gonna live? How are we gonna have sustainable life? Let's put that model Ooh, true. I believe What's the org chart gonna all be? All true accusations. <laughs> Technically, Neptune is a storm planet, so yeah. I don't know if we could live there. Yeah, and um, by all means, I love defying science. Mm-hmm. So Pluto is still considered a planet in this question. I'll take it. Yeah, where are you Pluto going, Stu? Good. Man. And what cereal are you taking for the rest of your life? Um, that's a great question. I don't want to go to Mars. Mars is too orange. Too orange and overrated. Mercury is probably too hot for me. Not Earth, because that'd be boring. I might go chill on... Um, Oh, Uranus? Is that the really, really big one? Is that the biggest one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did. No. Neptune? No, Jupiter, Jupiter is the Jupiter. biggest. I'm thinking of Jupiter right now. Sorry, I have really limited astronomy knowledge, apparently. <laughs> Dude. I want to go to Jupiter and yeah. chill with my granola. granola. Granola? You told me like 10 episodes ago that Raisin Bran was your fave. <gasps> oh, I forgot about Raisin Bran. 
I do love Raisin Bran, but granola isn't a cereal technically, but I would take it every time. All right. Respect. Dude, you did say also that you wanted to be kind of granola-y when you chose Patagonia hey. as your life sponsor. Hey. <laughs> I remember. Stewart's made of hemp now. <laughs> Jeff, what about you, man? Oh, man, I don't know very many. I was going to say Jupiter, but now i got to change that. I'm going to go. We could go together. We could go together. That would be. Unless you don't want to. That's totally fine. Like, don't even worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go Venus, mainly because that's the only other planet I can think of right now. Um, Dude, we suck at fourth grade solar system. Really bad. Really. I'm I'm seeing the model that I created in fourth grade, but I can't name any of it. Yeah, Venus. So we're going to go to Venus. Um, I'm definitely bringing Lucky Charms yeah, because sure. Lucky Charms. it's really two cereals <laughs> in one. If you think about it, you know, you got the, it's 1950s, like sugar cereal that is yeah. terrible. And then it's like just straight up marshmallow. Well, I see more of a health food, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my multi-grains. It's whole wheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More than 7,000 grains inside of Lucky Charms. <laughs> They're magically delicious. That's incredible. Have you had the? Oh, this is perfect that you say Lucky Charms. There are uh, there's a, like a solar system Lucky Charms out right oh, now. Man. Yeah, I we do have them at home. I eat them for dessert with Cam. It's great. They have a solar system Lucky Charms right now. Right now, as we speak, and I became and I just crushed a mega sized <laughs> box of them. I love that. I saw that on Abby's story. Yes, it looked big in the picture. <laughs> it was like. Costco size. Massive. Yeah. Let's like, go. You could fit a child inside that. Well, let me tell you, if you're fitting the whole solar system in there, it's got to be pretty big. That's all I'm saying, dude. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, dude. Oh, man. Connor, what's Those your choice? Answers. Dude, I would either go like, okay, so I would either go Mercury just because, could you imagine how big the sun would look? Ooh, oh, Mercury. terrifying. <laughs> right? Um, oh. <laughs> or I would go, and Mercury, like, years are like within 30 days like their year is like 30 days long you're blowing my mind right now yeah I would, true? Be, I would be like, like dude i would be methuselah <laughs> on <laughs> medusa M- medusa what? medusa why would you have snake hair no methuselah <laughs> methuselah you're right okay. 969 yeah yeah I thank you, Grandma Mabel, i'd be like medusa on mercury yeah <laughs> what? because the years so are funny. so short the years Meth- are so short. Methuselah is no, what he's trying to no, say. No, totally. I, I hear yeah. that. I see yeah. you. I hear you. Listen. I just was trying to make fun of you. Listen. It happens too frequently that I've become callous to people making fun of me. Stuart is the guest, and so the tables have turned. Yes. He's <laughs> yeah. It. He's yeah. But Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a second one here. Or I would go to Saturn because I used to play the original first-generation Xbox Halo, and I always thought it was sick mm. when you'd look up to the sky and you'd see the halo around it. Like the that ring is around. cool. Were you on Saturn in Halo? No, you weren't on Saturn. It's you were on a planet, but oh. there was this halo around it that, like, were aliens that controlled nice. that planet. So solid. Nice. Um, yeah. Let me um, see your halo, halo. Well, hey, we got some questions for you. Let's get to know Stu. Let's get to know Stu Crew. Go team. <laughs> Go team. Is that Why a new I... nickname? Did he just drop that today? I think he did just drop that today. I feel like I would have noticed it if it had come up before. Listen, okay. I have it in the notes. So, <laughs> you made notes, buddy. Dude, I have notes. <laughs> Type A. When you're sitting down co-hosting with the executive pastor of the church, like you make notes. Somebody step in the game. Up. <laughs> I'm saying. Well, hey, we went through the icebreaker. Great answers, gentlemen. Uh, but Stuart, tell us what you do here at Sage Hills. Man, this is so weird. 
that I'm on the other side of this table. I just want to take a second to acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, I am here as a summer intern. I have been so interning. much more. Pardon? So much more. Like you've been pastoring people. Let's just be honest. For sure. Oh, that's really kind. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I have been predominantly here helping out with the young adults, and I have been co-leading that with my brother-in-law Cam, who I love dearly. And that has been such a joy. And another big thing, I have dabbled in kids ministry. I have dabbled in youth for KC. Which for you preached at, let's be honest. You didn't dabble. Fun. You literally were Steve Harvey for the family feud. Night. I wish I could be Steve Harvey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> did you wear, Did you have a mustache? No. And I was, Brittany and I were so upset that we Man. didn't think of that. That was a really big loss, but yeah. that's okay. And, um, I helped create something called the Bless You Podcast, and that was another Let's really go. big part about my summer. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I t- oh, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What is going on? Nice. <laughs> so, like, give us the prelude before Sage Hills. Where were you at? What did you do? Before Sage Hills. So, I am a, I'm going into my junior year right now at Baylor University um, down in Waco, Texas, down in the heart of Texas. Let's go. Uh, Last episode, you said mate after that. Mate. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. Exposed. (laughs) Exposed. Um, I am a full-time student um, at Texas, Baylor University. Stu, I just see you as a difference maker. I remember the first time I met you when you got here this summer. I didn't meet you until this summer, but we were at... Uh, we do a little outreach event or partnership event at Westside High School. Oh, that was and so fun. we're throwing fun. a little party, and Cam, Pastor Cam's like, hey, here's here's Stuart. He's here to intern with us. And Stu's like, what are we doing? And <laughs> I gave him, like, the quick rundown. Yeah. And instantly, Stuart is just, like, involved, like, engaged with, with the high school kids, playing games, getting to know everybody's name, even the kids who are, like, isolating themselves. He's just all in from from go. And I mean, I could totally tell you a whole bunch of stories about how people have come to me and said, how can we get like 50 stewards around oh, here? Stewart I, I'm is, one of those people. He is a difference maker. So my yeah. question, that's a big lead into the question of you're, pla- you're passionate about Jesus. You've, you've made that abundantly clear on the podcast. Um, but what, what makes you, wh- where, did, where did it begin for mm. you to be as passionate as you are to live out? Man. Jesus life. Come on. Loaded question. Uh, y'all are making me get emotional or whatever. <laughs> I, first of all, I really appreciate all the kind words. Um, that was such a fun event. I remember when I met you, I was like, it's executive pastor Jeff. I've seen him on announcement be- announcements before and I want to make a good impression. <laughs> and he's a GQ model. Oh, he's a boy. GQ model. Oh my gosh. But cause I'd been watching say chills over the whole quarantine and you would do announcements so often. And I was like, I know that guy. Too often. Too often. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, right. You loved it. Um, but where did my passion start for Jesus? My goodness gracious. It's been a, Jesus has been a part of my life for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be like, ah, I wish I had this like crazy like night and day. Like I used to follow like follow myself and then I then I mm-hmm. started following Jesus and I was like almost upset at my own testimony um for a while. And I don't, maybe some of our listeners can resonate with that growing up in the church, but mm-hmm. um yeah, growing up with Jesus has been such a great gift going to Sunday school and I know so many Bible stories cuz yeah. like I grew up on them, which is huge. Let's go. Um but I would say probably high school and middle school were like really big turning point years for me. 
in terms of like, okay, what am I going to do with this faith? Mm. Um, wow. You yeah. were thinking that in high school. That's incredible. <laughs> Seriously. No, it was, I went to a really small Christian high school and I love learning. That's like a really big thing in my life. I just love to learn. And the more I learned about our faith, the more I was like, dang, like Jesus is so legit. Like I want to like spend my whole life like serving him and his mission. That's awesome. That's amazing. And bring other people doing that to do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So give us a, a quick like snapshot synopsis of that journey pre that time. Yeah. Like who is, who is Stuart in that sense? Well, all right, everyone, put your seatbelts on. We're about to get real personal. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I've been a Christian for since I was five. And again, like I said, that's been a really big part of my life for a while. And I'll hit the highlights right now. Um, We could talk for hours. I love talking about myself. So we can can go for a while. We love listening. Yes. Um, A really big part of my walk with God was when I was nine, both my parents got diagnosed with different forms of cancer. And when I was a year later from that, so eight when they got diagnosed, nine when they passed away. Mm. And that was a really big moment in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, understandably so. Like, it was just a, a really big turning point for me. Um, and my life totally flipped upside down. Mm. Um, I lost the people that were supposed to be like always there for me and my school changed and everything that people tell you should be the same got flipped on its head. Um, but the game changer there was that God was always walking with me through all of it. Mm. Um, Emmanuel is the word in the Bible for God with us. And I know that's true. I know that is true to its core. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not that I don't tell that as like a sob story. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not like trying to get pity or anything like that. I'm saying that because, um, one of the biggest ways that I saw the church growing up was in the people around my family that stepped up and they surrounded me with love as I was nine years old. I did not know. Well, honestly, I didn't have a full grasp of what was going on. My emotional intelligence was <laughs> sure still developing obviously um but yeah i saw the love of christ in a really big way when people just came and loved my parents my family Mm. um me and the a really big part of where i see god in my life is in uh, my family that i live with now so my mom was on her deathbed and she was writing her will and she, I was supposed to go live with my aunt and I love my aunt so much. We've traveled the world together and she's incredible. And my plan, the plan was to go live with her. Uh, but all of a sudden my mom received a word and she stopped the conversation and said that Stuart's going to give, go live with the shepherd family. Mm. And I wasn't there, but I, uh, it was a total change of plans. Everything about where I would go, where I would live was changing. And, um, because of that, because my mom followed what I believe was the Lord's call on her heart. Um, my life has been absolutely different. The shepherd family, Abby is my oldest sister. I got three sisters. And because of that, I have my brother-in-law cam. I also got a best friend and a sister and two incredible parents. And you know what? One of the biggest things that I've learned from, my life is that God brings beauty from ashes. He brings restoration. He's a God of restoration. And 
God is in the business of reviving things Amen. that were once dead. And there is like no reason that good should have been brought out of my situation. Um, except that we have a God that loves us. Mm. Um, he loves us so dearly. And man, I also want to just add that I don't think even for a second that God had to make this happen in order to bring me to where I am today. God is not the author of evil. He is not, he wasn't planning my life and saying like, Stuart has to go through this immense pain so that he can get here. God can bring glory however he wants. This is just how my life happened. But where I give God all the credit is um, for the good works that have been done in my heart and the people around me. And I thank Jesus for the Holy Spirit um, and the life that it's given me. Amen. Amen. Powerful, powerful stuff, man. Thank you for sharing that uh, with the listeners and with us. Uh, I just think it's so cool um, to l- just look at your life and where where you are and where you've come as a man and where you're, where you, as you're still growing uh, as a man, um, to think back to the tragedy that, that you faced. And I, I think for our listeners, for, your, for, for the listeners out there and for us, bro, you're an inspiration. Um, that there's, there's always hope. There's always uh, restoration out there, um, but it comes through Jesus, and your life is a testament of that. So thanks Thank for sharing. So yeah, no, of course. Yeah, Stuart, you've had to obviously embrace a lot, like at a young age too. Like that, that's something that I think, you know, a lot of people would look at and be like, there has to be just so much more wrong with you because like that was, you were at such a young age and that was so traumatic and, and like you've embraced that. But like, I want to commend you, man. Like I am absolutely like that touched my soul. Mm hearing that and like knowing you bro like working with you on a daily basis becoming like good friends with you hearing your story like you realistically if we really want to play it and say it how it is like you have every right to be pissed off Mm -hmm. like you do but you live your life in such a way exactly what just said that like you portray the image of jesus Mm -hmm. every day bro like every day And I want to encourage you in that, but I want to ask you, like, how was the transition? Hmm. Like, yeah, you were young, but there, there's a transition there. And I I have to believe that it's a transition that kind of has some years to go through. So how was that transition for you? Man, first of all, thank you for the words. I really appreciate that. And I want to reiterate again and again, that is the Holy Spirit's work. Mm. I, if it were me, by myself, I would be angry and upset and I would be justified in that. But because the Holy Spirit brought life, it's a different story. But the transition, I love this story of the first night I stayed at the Shepherd family. Uh, my awesome sister, Joanna, she's my favorite human in the world. Um, we had a sleepover in <laughs> my new room. <laughs> That's and amazing. It was Abby's old room. So thanks, Abby, for giving that up for me. Um, and we had a sleepover and it was so fun. Mm. And honestly, sometimes it felt like they were more stoked to get a dog than a brother because <laughs> I brought my dog with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but for real though, they I just really got loved dog, my dog. <laughs> and it's exciting to get a dog. We love Decker too. <laughs> the podcast dog. Yeah. No, yeah. it was, um, 
it was a really big transition. I had to make all new friends. I had to, um, yeah, my whole life was entirely different, but I couldn't have done it without, um, such an amazing community mm. that just was there for me. And there was never a moment when I was like, it's all over. Like we're done here. Like this is the end. Cause there was always good around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good, good word right there. Hey, so we talked about, you know, <laughs> your life, your, your testimony, um, a lot of the stuff in the past. What, uh, Let's ask it like, what's next question for mm. Stuart? Stuart, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> when I get older, I want to, I want to be was, Jeff Smith, executive pastor. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, well, hmm. um, I'll let you in a little secret. <laughs> <laughs> when I was six years old, I wanted to be a garbage man. <laughs> Let's go. Let's. That was like my dream. And I commend all the garbage men and women in the world. Praise the Lord. I, I love cleaning things. Talk about blessing people. I want to be a dude. mailman. <laughs> I <laughs> truly, dude. I have like this weird non, like I've never talked to the guy, but like I have like the what's up hand to my garbage man. Yes, <laughs> on awesome. Friday morning. Yes, an understanding, dude. Like, like <laughs> if if he were to ever speak to me and get out of that truck, because like it's waste management, so like yeah. he doesn't get out unless I have extra garbage. So he's on a big and route, probably a huge route. Uh, but like if we were to ever talk, like I'm convinced we would be best friends. <laughs> that is amazing. And yeah. I love it so much. I love garbage people. Um, I do not feel the Lord calling me to be a, a <laughs> in waste management later in life. Although that would be an epic ministry. Yeah. Um, I would love to be in full-time ministry. Come on. And something that I've learned recently is that ministry can look like a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, if you've never worked in a church before and you're interested, I would totally recommend you give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's so much that goes on in the Monday to Friday yeah. of the church. And I just like recently learned that. And I've also learned that you can follow God in such a number of different ways and that God made us all so profoundly unique yeah, so that we can best glorify him. Come on. And it is just incredible. Like I am so honored to be sitting with you two in this room who are incredibly gifted in your own ways. And I do not have a lot of those gifts and you don't have some of my gifts. And that's really rad. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say that we're all like little snowflakes that are all unique and different. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm trying to say is that um, you listeners that, you know, like God made you in a really special way to then you receive God's love so differently Mm. than the person next to you, your parents or your siblings. And you also give love so differently and reflecting and understanding that is a game changer. I would recommend that wholeheartedly. That's amazing. So whatever that looks like in the future. So this is a kind of a, a piggyback twofold question here. Sure. When did you know you wanted to go into full time ministry? Yeah. Right. Because I, you know, we're different. I was backhanded and blindsided coming into ministry. <laughs> Two hands shoved over here. <laughs> uh, so I want to hear your experience with that. Like, yeah, that. And then the second thing is, like, what is that nudge on the daily? Like, when mm-hmm. you were talking about ministry looks different. Like, what's that nudge on the daily that's, like, pushing you further into ministry? Man. So I knew that I wanted to be in full-time ministry probably in middle school. 
um, the church was my home. That was like my refuge. It was my safe space. Um, thank you, Jesus, that I had a great church to go to. And I knew I was like, I want to do what my youth pastor is doing. I wanted to be a youth pastor then. Um, I just wanted to work in a church. And since then, I went through a couple different phases. I wanted to be a doctor after that. And then I wanted to be um, a marine biologist. That's actually what I applied to colleges for. Mm. I wanted, I applied to a bunch of different colleges for marine science. And I also applied to a bunch for theology mm. and ministry. And I said, God, I don't know where I'm supposed to go from here. But will you make it super clear? Every single college that I applied to for science, I got rejected from. Every single college that I applied to for ministry, I got accepted in. Let's go. So God make it super clear. And I'm not saying that like, yeah, it's like really obvious to understand your calling. Like, no, Mm. it like, I thought I had a calling and then it like subsided and then it kind of came back. And now that I've like dove into ministry, it's just so clear that like, that's where I want to be. Come on. And what makes me want to keep going? Second part of the question, um, man, people are the game changer. Like when you have breakthrough with a person, it's so huge because that's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit brings restoration in the hearts of its people. Come on, powerful. God wants to bring you back alive. Um, if you have fallen asleep, then he wants to wake you back Come up. On. Um, if you're already awake, he's got good stuff for you. His goodness and mercy are following you. Come on, um, incredible. Yeah. Man. Well, Stuart, I don't know if you know this or not, but you just did some preaching. I am confident that you have blessed some people out there with your story, uh, with your wisdom, uh, at the ripe age of 20, 20, (laughs) come on, just turned it, just turned 20. Yeah. So powerful teenage years. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. We are, Mm. we're praying for your future, man. And we are just excited that you are a part. Yeah. I mean, you're part of the family now. Yeah. Come back, yeah. please. please. <laughs> uh, well, I got I got one final question for you as we wrap this thing up. One final question. And you have advice, and you are super wise. Oh. I have learned a lot from you, and I've just been grateful, uh, just working alongside you every day and being friends with you, and just conversations in passing in the office, conversations about topics on the Bless You podcast. If you were to give one piece of wisdom to somebody who is going through the depths come on Mm. what would that be man well i just first want to tell that person that i've been there i know what you're going through um and there's also there is there's life and there's a god who wants to bring you into that life Mm. and that he is bigger than your circumstances i've been in a place where i've been um, having a pity party for one (laughs) And it's not fun. I think a big thing is just acknowledging that what you're going through stinks, but there's a God who really deeply loves you and going to him is the biggest thing you could ever do. Incredible. Come on. Incredible. You better preach, man. Well, Stuart, it's been so cool to like flip the tables and have you sitting there getting interviewed. Thanks so much for just being open about your story, man. I know that um, even through, the goodness of God and the grace of God and the breakthroughs that you've seen, like sometimes it can still be really difficult to share, especially sure. to a bunch of listeners who yeah. you won't see a lot of them. Um, but I, I'm convinced, as Jeff said earlier, you're going to bless some people. So thank you so much for blessing us. 
blessing our listeners with your story. We're so grateful to know you, man. Absolutely. We're excited to see obviously what God has done in your life, but what he's going to do next. So, uh, Jeff, thanks for hopping on and hosting. I love being here, boys. You're awesome. Thanks for having me. If you guys want to, if you guys want to check out the bless you podcast on Instagram, we are, our handle is bless.u.podcast. Go ahead and reach out, say hello. We love hearing from you all and, uh, tune in to the next episode. Yes. Peace. Love you guys. Peace.